Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. AEW Double or Nothing 2022 is in the books. We have ourselves a new AEW world champion. CM Punk walked in and took the title from uh, Hangman Page, who clearly was a mess, frazzled. As you said in the uh, in the in the go home, wilting under the pressure of being champion, mm-hmm. and that got to him. And now CM Punk is your champion in AEW. Um, another really long show, of course. They only yes. do four of these proper AEW shows every year, and uh, and and so they 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 really they go long. They they go very long. This was about a four and a half hour ish main card, of course, preceded mm-hmm. by an hour buy-in kickoff show it is a very long show a lot of matches uh that being said the crowd was into it all the way through the end of the main event um yeah you know the, the at various points you got 50 50 cm punk cowboy shit chance um you know the they they kept the show interesting throughout really wasn't a, a lull throughout so you know, hats off to, to AEW for at least pacing the show relatively well, I thought. Yeah, the shows are like the last couple shows have like really sort of flown. Now I'm going to say flown by. This one didn't really. The last one I feel like went by. Pretty yeah, they, but Revolution they really, was paced really well. Yeah, they haven't dragged. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. But know. this one did go. I mean, I don't know about Revolution, 
But this one uh, went like I had read that this was they were scheduling this for four hours mm-hmm. for like the main card. And mm-hmm. this went four and a half because it yeah. started at fives and yeah. ended at nine thirty or so. Um, but uh, it was preceded by a bit of drama over the weekend. Yes. MJF, who, of course, uh, lost his match to Wardlow. There was some doubt as to whether or not that match was even going to take place. Um, we'll talk more about the CM Punk hangman stuff in a second yeah, a here. Bit, but. Yeah. This sort of, uh, you know, dominated for sure the weekend. So um, yesterday, MJF no showed um, uh, an AEW meet and greet, uh, which left a lot of fans unhappy. And according to Fightful Select and PW Insider, they were both doing reporting on this. uh, MJF was not returning calls from AEW. Uh, He was spotted at the casino uh, during his scheduled time at the meet and greets. And then at 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern last night, it was reported by Fightful Select. Sean Ross Sapp over there reported that uh, a flight had been booked for him uh, under his name out of Las Vegas, a red-eye flight, mm-hmm. uh, to Newark, New Jersey. Um, and then it was reported later on in the night that uh, uh, he had not, in fact, gotten on the plane. Um, it was re- reported several times during the day today. Uh, you know, There were updates on whether or not he'd even been to the building at the appropriate call time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, uh, you know, there was all sorts of speculation. Would he even show up for his match? It was reported later in the day today, Justin Barrasso reported that uh, his match with Wardlow was scheduled to be first on the main card, which that did in fact take place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the match itself was uh, sort of accomplished its goal in the most efficient way possible. Yes. Yes, that's a way of putting it. Um, uh, kind of uh, also to go along with uh, the reports of MJF, uh, no show in the meet and greet, the, the, the flight booked for him to fly you know, back to the East Coast. Um, part of Feifel's report was uh, some more information about uh, potential contract renegotiations for MJF and that the seemingly... On AEW side, they were open to uh, reevaluating his contract situation, but according to Fightful Select, uh, MJF just kind of blew those off. Um, yeah. So going back for those of you who may not be completely up to date on MJF's uh, contract situation, so originally he was signed in aid to AEW when the company started in 2019. Shortly after that. Um, when it became clear he would be sort of a breakout uh, character, if you mm-hmm. will, mm-hmm. he was signed to an extension with a significant pay increase. Now, I have no idea what the figures on are are are, are on any of this stuff. It's mere, it's pure speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, but that evidently, especially with the influx of many WWE releases, seemingly um, became a, a a point of contention for his own contract. He evidently wanted free agency in 2024 but also more money in the meantime which is not something pretty much you know most professional sports organizations yeah. would 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 do including you know uh WWE and uh and, yeah. and now AEW typically in the sports world if they tear up your old deal mm-hmm. if they uh, you know with more money uh in in the new deal it's with an extended term more years right um yeah. it's pretty unusual for there to be a situation where they agree to the same length of contract that was existing going into renegotiation and just giving like a substantial raise. That's just uncommon in the sports mm-hmm, world, yeah. you know? Um, so there's also, I mean, there, there's also the matter of, 
Um, so in April, it was reported also by Fightful Select that there was a big argument between MJF and Tony Khan. Now, there were two sort of separate reasons for this, evidently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Khan was upset, reportedly, that MJF had done an interview without first clearing it through AEW's PR department. Mm-hmm. MJF uh, was uh, salty during this apparent uh, alleged argument over uh, his contract status. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. so this has been something that's been brewing, and according to Fightful Select, he has been more withdrawn mm-hmm. since that time. So this is something that has been brewing. Now, obviously, he has used this in storyline as well. So like the idea, when I see you know people say, oh, this is a big work, um, there are elements to it. He is using clearly this situation in his on-screen persona, but clearly this is something that is also you know, bubbling up behind the scenes that seemed to come to a bit of a head this past weekend. Um, And let's now focus on, you know, the match itself. Clearly, uh, I don't know if this match would have started things had everything been okay and normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know for a fact that this match would not have gone down the way it did in such a simplistic manner there was not a lot of drama to this match mjf comes out um he does he, he he makes some airplane motions while he's in the ring referencing the situation um wardlow they had him uh locked away in a little security area like a holding cell inside the oh, it literally was a holding cell i think that's yeah. what it said on the thing so wardlow comes down and uh pretty quickly in the match MJF goes for the dynamite diamond ring. It's in his trunks. Mm-hmm. The ref immediately sees it, pulls it off his finger. Uh, it was almost a parody of an yeah. MJF match because many of his big matches, most of his big matches, have been won using the dynamite diamond ring. Um, uh, the, the the dynamite dozen diamond ring. That's what no, it's it diamond. You had it right the first time. Dynamite diamond ring. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was a dozen in there. That is the um, battle royal to determine who wins it. Has a dozen. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it honestly, it felt like a like a parody of of a of it an really MJF did. You know, match. Given that, given the news over the weekend, you know, it really makes one consider what MJF's future is with with AEW. Um, not just long term in 2024, but in the here and now. You know, if if it's a situation, this is speculation. We have no inside information. Uh, given Fightful's report that he apparently has seemed disinterested in, in going back and, and renegotiating his contract. It makes you wonder if he even really wants to be there at this juncture. Well, it's funny because I was watching Sean's uh, Fightful update last night. He, mm-hmm. he did a live stream where he was, you know, it was it was a lot of very educated speculation. Yeah. You know, people are asking questions left and yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And 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 he is pretty well versed. I mean, he's he's got both, you know, MJF and Tony Khan in his DMs. Yeah. Um, and and his his bottom line on it was MJF just seems unhappy. Mm-hmm. He just seems unhappy at this point. Mm-hmm. So who knows yeah, where, exactly. like you said, this leads um, in the short term. Uh, you know, even forgetting the long term aspect of it, where did how do you th- this situation cannot persist? Yeah. Um, if if this is what's going on, if you're Tony Khan, you can't. You can't indulge. You really can't. Um, especially, I mean, you and I know have both been uh, insistent that MJF would be a champion 
if I mean, it wouldn't shock me to see him as world champion in 2023. Not at all. If not, certainly in 2024. But Fightful Select today reported that that contract's up. Um, I'm sorry. 1st. No, I was uh, sorry. I'm sorry. 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have shocked me to see MJF no. as champion. Certainly 2023. Yeah. January 1st, 2024 is his contract's up. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, that ain't happening unless both sides figure this out. Yep. That's like he cannot be factored in a major way, and in fact, if you're Tony Khan, you you, you gotta you gotta show him, hey, listen, this isn't. I'm not going to be held hostage. Now, I'm all for the workers getting their thing, getting Definitely. their nut, right? Thousand percent, thousand percent. But if what's been reported is true, there's a certain way things are done in the sports world, and if AEW has been, hey, we want to negotiate with you to give you that big money. But you're going to be with us through 2026 or 2028 mm-hmm. or whatever. Kyle mm-hmm. O'Reilly just said he signed a five-year deal with AEW. Yeah. So yeah. if that's the case, we're looking at 2027, yeah. perhaps, yeah. where he'd be set in AEW. Yeah. Um, and and if he wants that money now and free agency to see what Vince is going to give him in 2024, that just doesn't seem very realistic. Yeah, yeah. And, if and that's it, the case. If that's the case. Another thing you have to worry about, too, is – in 2024, if he you know walks into free agency, let's say short term, he and Tony Khan settle their differences, mm-hmm. they work something out. Um, you know, Tony Khan decides, all right, we'll we'll go- proceed with the idea that MJF will be champion, because it's, it you know if shoot just three months ago that seemed inevitable. Mm-hmm, yeah. So MJF walks into free agency in 2024, and he has all the leverage. He'll have huge offers coming from AEW. He'll have huge offers coming from WWE. Now say mm-hmm. he 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 says, "All right, I, I'm I'm miserable in AEW. I don't want to be here anymore." Mm-hmm. And Tony Khan's like, "All right, I understand. You know, we'll let you go mm-hmm. because you don't want to yeah. be here." He loses some of that leverage when talking to Vince. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say Vince won't still give him a substantial offer, but you know, just from the the, the perspective of leverage, the possibility exists that he's going to get. Nowhere near the offer that he would have got, gotten had he waited until 2024, financially speaking, you know? That's a possibility. I don't know because Cody seemed to have still gotten everything he wanted. I mean, at least he he framed his you know new deal as the most complex one in WWE history, and it seemed like he had possibly left lost some of that same leverage. Um, so I don't know. I think that I think that MJF is worth it, to 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 go over to WWE, especially now, he's worth a lot of money. He oh, yeah. really is. I mean, that he kind is. of perception right there—that's worth a lot of money. And he's been growing. He's been growing them muscles too to look WWE size. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know about any of that. I mean, he's still very young. What is he like? Twenty six or he's something like twenty six. Like I know he is. He is. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it'll it'll just be interesting to see how all this plays out. I'm I'm glad that he still showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like a lot of the drama was just sucked out of that match. It really was. Um, it really because, was. like I said, it really did feel like a parody of an MJF match. Wardlow got his 10 power bombs in, uh, which is what I figured would be the number. Um, and, uh, and, he, and he got the pin there on MJF. But, uh, but yeah, at that, at the, and then MJF got stretchered out, seemingly writing him off TV until maybe they figure it out. Yeah, that would seem to be the case. That would seem to be the case. 
Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, Let's circle back to Punk being our new AEW world champion. I mean, walking into this, we both thought it was kind of a a 50-50 proposition. Uh, Punk was ahead in the betting odds going into today's show. He Not was. a huge favorite, though. I think it was minus 250 to plus 150 140 or something like that. 140 or 150, something like that, yeah. Um, and it, as you mentioned, and as we've mentioned before, it, it the story they're doing with Pages is he totally folded under the pressure of being champion. Yeah. You know, this is his first time being a world champion. Mm-hmm. And he fought and fought and fought to get that belt. But, and, and it's interesting, rather than do this... Because like when Drew McIntyre won the WWE title uh, over the you know a couple of years ago after beating Brock, part of his story was all right now he has to learn to become to be a champion, and so there's a little bit back and forth, especially with Randy Orton. He dropped the belt to him, got it back, but at the end of the day, it just kind of felt like all right, well he'll be champion, then he'll eventually uh, he'll eventually drop it. Um, and it's interesting with Paige, they told a more concise story in a much shorter time frame because he had that belt for about six months. Page that mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't take long for him to completely fall apart. Um, yeah. And now he has to build himself back up to get back to that position. And I'm interested to see where they go with that. And also, from, when it comes to Punk, you know, the, the story heading into this was Page was telling us if Punk wins, we're going to see the Punk of, of, of Ring of Honor that turned heel mm-hmm. and, and was just wreaking havoc all over the company. Mm-hmm. And he's t- he was telling us that was going to be the case. Now it's going to be inter- interesting to see whether we get that Punk or we don't. Because from this match, we didn't get a whole lot of indications. We got we got Punk towards the end kind of manipulating Paige emotionally mm-hmm, yeah. when Paige picked up that title. But we didn't really get a sense whether we're going to see heel Punk going forward or not. So yeah, remains to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I know. It, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's even deeper than him learn to be champion it's it's it, punks or hangman's entire story has been one of identity crisis yes and when he finds himself um he is he, he's a success he's a winner and when he comes up against a guy who makes him question mm-hmm. who he is mm-hmm. we saw that play out in the finish tonight 
he gets he has access to the title. He can use the title or he can't. Deep down, he ain't that guy. Mm-hmm. But he thinks, do I need to go to these lengths exactly. to 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 protect AEW? Which he I think he knows is bullshit. Yeah. He's just trying to figure out who he is. And he and he looks at the landscape and he sees Punk come in, the most assured guy. He works his way up. Remember the early punk AEW where he's like having issues with like some lower rung guys? Well, he has worked his way up. Mm-hmm. And that dog collar match flung him to where he is now yeah. against their other top guy, MJF. And so he's back. All that all, he's got that that rhythm. He's got the veteran savvy. He's got it all together now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really have PC, you know, with Eddie Kingston, it was the stamina. Yeah, it was with with MJF. It was revisiting the past and learn and and remembering that punk. So like all the all the parts of Punk's identity have been brought back together. Yeah, and this is the culmination. And Hangman, he's young. He's only thirty years old. He's still figuring it out. And that and he's been going on like pure talent. Yeah, but you need you need to know who you are. You need to know exactly what decisions you're going to make in the moment when you have those hard choices. Yep. And he wilted. Yep. He took that title, didn't know what to do with it, elected not to use it. Yeah. Bang. Got wow. hit with the GTS. And and you know, in hindsight, you should have seen this coming the first time he came out and talked crap to punk. And he got out of the ring and took that heavy sigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As if I I feel like I have to do this, even though it's it's not who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. we even talked about it back when he when and that when that moment happened. But it's it's mm-hmm. it's been the, the the what I find the most interesting part of about Hangman's story are those moments. It's the subtlety where that moment, you know, with benefit of hindsight, you can see right there in that moment, oh, he's going to lose because mm-hmm. he's so unsure of himself. He thinks he has to yeah. be somebody to be champion rather than just be himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's been um, it's been it's it's going to be very interesting because I, I get the feeling. Number one, this accomplishes several things. And we've talked about this a little bit. I think in the predictions video I talked about on my Wrestle Juice video when I sort of realized, oh, shit, Punk's going to win. Because this accomplishes so many things from a business perspective, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, anybody who had ever talked about punk in the past is going to talk about punk again. Mm -hmm. And Hangman just doesn't have that name value. You're leading into the summer. You're heading into Chicago Forbidden Door, probably all out Forbidden Door if they do that in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, all out in Chicago, Mm -hmm. um, that pay-per-view. Um, so you got two potentially big pay-per-views coming up over the next three months, Mm -hmm. four months rather, uh, in, in Chicago. So that's great. And, uh, and AEW, they need, so there's, we did see a couple signings tonight. We saw Athena, I mean, Wardlow officially, uh, but Athena showed up, Stokely Hathaway, formerly known as Malcolm Bivens showed Mm up, um, Roosh, Roosh showed up. So. The, the pool of names that can pop ratings, pop interest, I should say, like Danielson uh, and Adam Cole, they're not around anymore. Those names don't really exist. And so they have to find different ways to sort of grab at audience, grab at that casual or lapsed fan that remembers 2011, that left in 2014 with Punk. Mm-hmm. And now they got Punk as their champion again. So they might get, I mean, that's it's a good business move to say, hey, let's change things up a little bit. It's probably a better story beat for Hangman anyways. Yeah. So, like, you really are able to, you're able to sort of tick off a lot of boxes with this one move. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see where Hangman's story goes from here. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think it was it was definitely the smart move from from many different angles. I am I'm it's interesting that that Tony Khan actually did pull the trigger on it mm-hmm. because he seems like a guy. He seems like a guy who had the plans for his champions even prior to maybe CM Punk signing on. And I wonder if at any point he had somebody else penciled into this spot, maybe later down the line. Because as you said, this is a relatively, I mean, I think it's, I think Jericho's was shorter than this one. I think Mox took it off Jericho in a shorter span of time. I was looking at the the reins the other day, but I think this is the second, like besides Mox and Kenny, obviously had it forever. Mox and Kenny are the top two uh, uh, in terms of the number of days they had the titles. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, November just does feel like just yesterday. When so won Jericho had it 182 days, and Paige had it 197. Okay, so just barely, so around yeah. the same. Okay, within Both about weeks six of each months. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, look, it's going to be really interesting. I hope that they add some wrinkles to Punk. Mm-hmm. I, I suspect what you were saying, how Hangman was saying, hey. If this guy gets the title, it ain't AEW anymore. It's the Punk show, yeah. and he's going to start doing what Punk does. I hope we see that because I that's kind of so gonna that's gonna validate Hangman, which will get him back exactly. You know, It'll make him more pro- sure about himself. Totally. The only problem with that is the only problem with that is people love bad guys. I know. You know? And if Punk starts doing that shit, he's Punk's gonna have his work cut out for him trying to get crowds to boo him unless he's in Long Island. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about this real quick. We have our winners of the own tournament. Uh, they are. Adam Cole Bebe and Britt Baker telegraphed because they both wore gear with pink in it. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. that's the, the, the black and pink is the color scheme of the, of the Hart family, uh, mm-hmm. including Owen. Um, you know, we figured Adam Cole was going to win. Uh, kind of more unsure about whether it would be Britt or Ruby because uh, uh, Ruby came out with a, a vest that said it's time for a change. Um, it, in the end, it was... It was Adam Cole and, and Britt Baker and, and and Martha Hart had a nice speech after the two matches and presented them with their titles and the and the the Owen Cup. Yeah, once we saw that there was one single cup, which by the way, will end up at wherever a, I guess Jacksonville AEW's headquarters. I yeah, don't think yeah. it's going to be in their homes. Probably not. They did get two nice titles as well yeah. with Owen all over them. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is one of those situations where I think you know, I, I think the Hangman thing is actually really good timing. Constantly going to Brit <laughs> is is I I don't know I I don't know it's funny because you know Adam Cole look we all know that it's a performance if you go and, yeah. and watch Adam Cole on Twitch and Chugs he's like the nicest person yeah, imaginable totally, totally right and I'm sure Brit's the same way you can't be digging in people's mouths all day and not you know have a a, a good demeanor well marathon man I guess but um but yeah I I don't know I I think that your point about Ruby was a sound one. It's just Tony doesn't care about that, seemingly. You know, like she it should have been her time. And in fact, talk about the betting odds, the betting odds had her. A lot of people figured it would be Ruby's time mm-hmm. because Ruby needs us. And Tony wonders maybe why they're booing her on Friday night at Rampage when she against Statlander. Statlander yeah. yeah. Because she hasn't been they brought her in, it was a big deal back in September. Haven't featured her on TV, like hardly at all. Yeah, I know. And there isn't really a good sense. And honestly, that was sort of Ruby's thing in WWE. She might love it in AEW because it might be just be a different atmosphere and culture. And that's great. If mm-hmm. she likes it, they're great. From a fan's perspective, I don't see a lot of difference between WWE and AEW with her 
because I still don't really know who the hell she is. Yeah. Like she has not been presented as somebody who has like all all I know is from her promo, now is the time. Now it's my time. I've been waiting around long enough, it's my time. Well, uh, JR said on commentary that she owns a farm. Well, there's that. So maybe that'll be yeah, no. For the audio listeners, Larson said that with all the snark on his face right there. Yeah, JR needs to go. This is a long time coming. He needs to go. Yeah. He's not very good. Um, so we got this here, Sinister Steel. So I know Sean Ross Sapp on his post show had indicated that he was gonna he had texted MJF and he got a response, and that was his tease. Come to the post show. So I'm glad Sinister Steel did that because we're going to Sinister Steel this scoop. Now, he said uh, MJF said that he showed up right before the show, left right after it. Now he's got a lot to think a lot to think about. So he's going to go dark again. So I guess he just got to figure out what the hell's going on in his head, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is fine. We all have to go through that. Sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, let me I, I want to throw this your way, man, sure. because I've seen this in the chat and some people are being kind of rude about it. But it's I think it's a valid question to bring up. All right. Largely because we're going to get this in the YouTube comments. We're giving a uh, MJF a little bit of shit for the current situation, for wanting the cake and eating it too. However, we showered praise on Sasha and Naomi. Yeah. yeah. Tell them that. Explain the difference. I think here. you did explain the difference. Is is from the reports that we've gotten that we've read. Sasha and Naomi took their concerns to Vince. And I don't know if he necessarily blew him off, but at the end of the day, he just did what he wanted to do, you know, versus the MJF situation where he took his concerns to Tony Khan and Tony Khan seems open to addressing MJF's concerns. For me, that's the difference. Yeah, I, they're, they're, that, that's a good point. The, there's two different, it's two completely different scenarios. One is a, one, one is a matter of, of creative input. Mm-hmm. It's, hey, I want to have... MJF should have no issues with the creative. He goes out there and knocks it out of the park, and seemingly him and Tony Khan have always been on the same page creatively. Yeah. MJF has been a featured performer. Yeah. Sasha Banks would probably die to have his level of creative freedom because that dude has been creatively treated wonderfully. And I look, yeah. you can't say that about everybody in AEW. No. But no. MJF, you certainly can. Yeah, a thousand percent. Sasha Banks is a person who takes pride in her craft. Mm-hmm. So th- that has nothing to do with money. This has to do with money. MJF wants a deal that isn't, reportedly, that isn't typically seen in sports or in sports entertainment mm-hmm. pro mm-hmm. wrestling. Mm-hmm. And he, yesterday, when it came to the meet and greet, he didn't, uh, people plunked down money to see him specifically, and he no-showed that. Tonight, he showed up, did his job, um and and then and then left mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna necessarily dump on the guy if he thinks he's worth that money great but it seems like again from the reporting there's been overtures from aw mm-hmm. to say hey this is how this business works and he kind of wants it both ways that's the reporting yeah 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 i mean we said we say over and over we're not we don't smirch anybody for trying to get paid you know, your your window of prime earning potential as an athlete is so small. Mm-hmm, We're yeah. not going to fault anybody for tr- doing what, what, what they think they need to do to get paid. But at the same time, if whoever is writing your checks is open to discussing giving you the mm-hmm. raise that you might want, mm-hmm. and then you blow them off, I mean, if, if it feels like both – if. Both parties have to come to the table in that kind of situation, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. And for me, that's the difference, you know. Creatively speaking, Sasha and Naomi walk in there and say, hey, we want this division to be treated properly from a creative standpoint. And if it's not, we only have a couple months left in our contract. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Yeah, you know. I mean, uh, Lineman has a point here, too. Says, also, Sasha and Yomi were on a Raw when they weren't in the middle of a storyline. MJF was right before pay-per-view, potentially screwing up a years-long storyline meant to put the shine on somebody else. There is there is a big difference there. Yeah, there's a there lot of, there's a lot of differences. There. There's a lot of there's, differences. There are multiple differences there. So you guys can whine in the YouTube comments if you want. We understand. You like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not a cut-and-dry thing, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah. It's a complex situation. Everybody's but if you have can't understand the difference between the two, the, I'm sorry, the differences between the two, you can't just say, oh, you're dumping on one guy for wanting more, and you're dumping and not dumping on the others for what? It's different. It's it different. is different. If you can't it's understand different. that, I'm sorry. I don't tell you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So let's dive into it, man. The kickoff show, the buy-in uh, started with uh, Tony Neese and Mark Sterling, who was wearing a wrestling outfit. That match what Tony Neese was wearing. In terms it of it color did. Statement. It also it also matched Sterling's hair, which was cool, mm-hmm. silver and gold, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Hookhausen, the wildly popular team here. Uh, this is a fun match. Lots of comedy bits here. Uh, so Hook ends up going on a bit of a run. He's about to land a Sterling, and Danhausen wants to be tagged in, and he does. Doesn't do any moves. He just stands on Sterling for the win. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. It, it was, was pretty fun funny. Danhausen's trying to curse Nice and. And, uh, and and Sterling. And, and it's really the first time, of course, Dan Hazard had a match against Tony Nese uh, a few weeks back that saw Tony Nese pretty much squash him immediately. You can see him do any moves. At least Dan Hazard got to get a couple moves in this match. Yeah, no, that was nice. That was that nice. Was nice. Uh, main show kicked off, as we mentioned earlier, MJF versus Wardlow. We kind of went through the beats of the match already. You know, early on, MJF is just trying to run away from Wardlow. He gets an opportunity to blast him from behind. Wardlow no-sells that. And War- there's a couple instances where Wardlow's looking for a power bomb. MJF finds a way out of it. Eventually, he does that. Hit, uh, hits Rana, gets a two count there, and that's when he sells knee. So while the refs distracted with Wardlow, uh, MJF pulls the dynamite di- diamond ring from his trunks, and like it's the most conspicuous attempt to use a foreign object I've seen in a very long time. Because literally, wow. both Wardlow and Bryce Remsburg are hovering over him while he's putting it on. Yeah, I hope that's the last. Look, if MJF comes back, I hope the last that's the last we see of the dynamite diamond ring. I'm tired of that thing. Yeah, I know. Like it's, it's, it's sort of fitting that it ends like this. I know. <laughs> ends know? with Wardlow. Just 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 be done with that gimmick. So yeah, ten power bombs later later, Wardlow wins. 
uh, and MJF is taken down on the stretcher. And then Wardlow goes up the top of the ramp. Tony Schiavone's waiting for him there and gives him the news that he has an AEW contract and he gets the all elite graphic on the Tron. Yeah, he does. You know, it's those little things that matter. That graphic is really coming to play quite a bit here in AEW. It's it really neat. has it. Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. I'm looking at our live chat here on the Twitch. Uh, and uh, according to uh, a couple of the chatters here, uh, Tony Khan's going off. Rick Texas here says, a reporter made a comment about Punk being a waste of money. Apparently asked something about the Bischoff's tweet about Punk being a financial flop. And Tony went off saying uh, that he's the reason for all their current success. So, And apparently he was dropping a lot of the F-bomb. Wow. So uh, interesting stuff. We're going to be an interesting watch a little bit later. Yeah, We'll talk about more on that tomorrow on tomorrow's episode. But first up, we've got the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. Uh, this was a ton of fun. Uh, it looked it was a pretty physical, it was a pretty brutal match. It Jeff was. Hardy just man, well, he, oh boy, his boot broke during the course of the match, and it, it kind of yeah. I don't know, it seemed like it laid him out for a bit because we thought he was hurt, and maybe he yeah. was still, but like his one of his boots was barely hanging on. He had trouble getting up the top rope. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. hopefully it was just the boot that caused the issues and not any sort of injury. Um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. Of course, the Young Bucks on Rampage were employing a lot of the, of the Hardys' moves. Well, mm-hmm. cosplaying as the Hardys. They didn't do that here. They had some Elvis-inspired gear. Um, mm-hmm. but at one point, they did hit a, a twist of fate swanton combo. Uh, Jeff kicks out of that. So the Young Bucks are looking for a BTE trigger. Uh, Jeff moves out of the way, so the Young Bucks knock knees. But they end up just doling out a ton of super kicks to the Hardys. And the Hardys mm-hmm. aren't staying down. Bunch of super yeah. kicks. They'll get up. So yeah. uh, eventually, Cutler moves the ring steps closer to the ramp and turns them sideways. Sideways. So Matt Jackson puts Jeff on him. Nick goes up the top. Jeff fights uh, Matt Jackson off. Matt Hardy hits Nick with like a razor's edge. And then Jeff puts Matt on the steps. Um, and then uh, goes up top, hits a swanton on Matt on top of the ring steps. Uh, and then Matt Hardy hits Nick Jackson with a twist of fate, gets two. Uh, eventually, we get twist of fate. Swanton gets the win. And Jeff Hardy, as soon as the, the pinfall is counted, he hops the barricade, go runs to the crowd a little bit. <laughs> Uh, and then comes back and celebrates with his brother. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was, it was a fun match there. Uh, after that, we had uh, a little uh, uh, a video bit here with the the Ass Boys, the Gun Club, and the Acclaimed. Uh, uh, you know, going full bore there in Vegas. There's a little video of uh, Billy Gunn in the morning finding them all knocked out. Of course, he looks at his sons and he says, what a disappointment. Mm. looks at the acclaimed and he's like, oh, look at how cute these guys are. He covers up Caster. It was a funny little moment here. Uh, after that, we had Anna Jay versus Jade Cargill. This is a wildly overbooked match. It really was. Um, it was interesting. It was interesting that, you know, Jade's been so dominant. Yeah. And she's already beat Anna Jay once. And maybe they just overbooked it to make it interesting and because mm-hmm. of that. But, yeah, it was really overbooked. It was. Look, I get the idea that, you know, they I think they think Anna Jay is coming along uh, and they want to they, they want to help protect some of their wrestlers. I get that. Can't all be squash matches. I kind of feel like they should all be squash matches with Jade Cargill. But uh, but yeah, so golly, I don't know. Like we had the baddies come out. Um, we had Statlander come out. Uh, John Silver came out hitting Sterling with the brain. Sterling came out. He hit him with the brain buster on the floor, which was rough. Jade hits. She's got one of the best tour of the islands, man. It's oh, so it's sick. Amazing. Uh, I don't want to say it's better in Cobbs, but it might be better in uh, she gets a two with that, looks for a jaded, and reverses that into a queen slayer, but Jade's able to power up, rams her into the corner. 
Uh, Anna goes up top. Jade sweeps at her feet, uh, sits on the top rope. Uh, uh, Anna tries to elbow out of that. Stokely starts coming to ringside, which was awesome. Yeah. Stokely Hathaway, a.k.a. Malcolm Bivens. Uh, I should say FKA. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Jade hits like a super jaded from the second rope to get that win there. And then Jade's about to blast Anna with the title. That's when Statlander comes, runs to the ring. Red Velvet steps up to her because they got beef. Athena makes her debut, which was awesome to see. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Really excited. She steps up to Jade, and then the baddies all take their leave. So uh, great to see Athena in AEW. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, she also got the AEW graphic. Yes, that's what I heard too. And and Stokely did as well. Apparently, that's what we heard during the the, the, uh, right. the stream. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had House of Black versus Death Triangle. I believe someone in our live stream chat said this is basically a PWG tag match, and that's a thousand percent correct. It went all over the place. It was insane. It was crazy. At one point, I thought Brody King just about uh, uh, severely injured. Ray Phoenix not in some sort of botch move with the devastating uh, pile driver. Oh man, the yeah. pop up like driver he did. Oh man, oh that's a beautiful move. That it is really such. Is. A, I've seen that so many. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It was finally, fantastic. finally, we got the Julia Hart turn. Mm-hmm. She joined House of Black towards the finish. So towards the finish, Pac, uh, the, the ref is distracted. Uh, so Malachi goes on this great run. He was sort of isolated. Pac was paying attention to other things. He was making sure that Brody and Buddy Matthews were still out of the ring while Pentagon and Phoenix were going to hit their finish. Well, Malachi comes to. He black masses both of those guys. Pac comes over. He goes on a run against Malachi. He goes up to the top. He's about to hit him with that, uh, either the, the, the 450. Black arrow, the, yeah, yeah. The black arrow, yeah, thank you. Um, the lights go down. Lights come up. Julia Hart, dressed in all black, is standing there. She missed Pack with some purple mist. Mm-hmm. And then Malachi follows with a black mask to get the win for Hob, the House of Black. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the match with tons of fun. Tons of fun. Definitely yeah, check it, it was, out. It was a blast. It was an absolute After blast. that, we had Owen Hart Foundation Tournament final match, uh, finals match, I should say, Adam Cole versus Samoa Joe. Of course, we saw uh, Bobby Piscato, Robert Piscato mm-hmm. here. Bobby Fish showed up a couple times, uh, and that sort of thing. There was no, there was no uh, the other guys. Yeah, uh, Jay Lethal Jay, or Sanjay Dutt or Satnam Singh. I was kind of surprised. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. surprised that Bob Fish got involved, but I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit surprised that they didn't kind of like advance the story of 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 this feud that Joe has with Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh. You know, to build up more heat for that feud by having them also kind of help cost him this match didn't happen though is i mean the level of interference from bob fish wasn't even that extensive he just kind of yeah it was it was like i think two distractions it really yeah yeah so down the finish so joe hits this huge power bomb on cole gets a two so right after cole kicks out joe's right into an stf eventually transitions to a rings of saturn cole gets the bottom ropes bob fish comes down the ring he wrenches joe's bad arm over the top rope that cole was working throughout uh cole hits a pump kick looks for the boom misses Joe locks on the clutch, and that's when Fish gets back on the apron, so Joe lets go of the clutch, uh, chases Bob Fish off the apron, blasts Cole with a chop. Cole just hits a bunch of super kicks and the boom for the win. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was, you know, uh, 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 anybody got hit with a belt or anything like that or a ring bell. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It was, uh, yeah. And then they had the, oh, no, that was later on they mm-hmm. had the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, after this match, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho, of course, the other finals match in the Owen Hart 
Foundation Tournament. Um, and uh, yeah, I was actually kind of like, this was a really good match. The meat of this match was really good. There was no uh, Jamie Hayter, no um, uh, Rebel mm-hmm. involved. Uh, and uh, what do we get here? We had, yeah, we just... Uh, it was a roll. went for a victory roll, and Britt got a backwoods for the win here. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty much. There was a couple times so she where... walks up. Sorry, there was a cool. The, the entrances were cool. So Fozzie's guitarist, yeah, uh, played Brit out, and then all of Rancid, yeah. <laughs> played Ruby Soho out, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty neat. And there was a couple instances where Brit's going for uh, Lockjaw that Ruby found a way out of. But yeah, in the end. Uh, uh, Britt counters a roll up for, with a roll up to get the win. She walks up to the stage. Adam Cole's there. Uh, Tony Schiavone introduces Martha Hart. She comes out, uh, delivers a speech, um, and then awards uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker with their belts mm-hmm. um, and and the cup, the Owen Cup. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, this was goofy. Uh, America Top Team, Men of the Year, and Paige Van Zant versus Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Ty Conti and Sammy. Uh, Ty Conti and Sammy had some. I think Ty was dressed up as like Maleficent. Maleficent, yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Okay, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what Sammy. He's sort of similarly. Yeah, yeah. I'm same sure color scheme, but yeah, they used the Cody Vader. They did. Yeah, they used the the, yeah, the Cody Vader. That's right. Uh, Kazarian came out on his own, and that kind of typified this match. He didn't. He doesn't like these people. No, no. <laughs> that was a no, problem. Not at all. And like several times throughout the match, when their team had the advantage. Sammy and Ty would do something to express their affection, their love for one another. Oh yeah, man. Absolutely. Take themselves completely out of the match. And Kazarian rightly was getting upset about it. He wants to very much a third wheel situation. It was, but, but you know, given the stipulation that if Kazarian, Ty and Sammy lose this bout, they can't challenge for the TNT title. Those are kind of major stakes, especially for Kazarian. He was yet to have any sort of singles gold in AEW. He wants to preserve his opportunity to, to go after that TNT title should he want to. But Ty and Sammy seemed the least bit concerned about that particular stipulation. This was a bad move for Kazarian, really accepting was. this match in any way, shape, or form. Zondo has a great point, too. This match was so crazy in that it had zero heel face dynamic. No idea who was supposed to be well, what. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, Ty came out dressed as Maleficent, so I think. Ty and Sammy were he, the top heels. I think Kazarian was supposed to be the face. Okay, so I think it was this. The third men were the face. So Paige and Kazarian were the faces. Yes. And then the other two teams were the heels. And therein lies the predicament because they're on opposite teams. I know. That, I've never seen anything like that but outside of AAA, in which case anything goes. Who knows who who's what? Uh, yeah, th- this whole feud has been wildly hilarious. This really does seem like the kind of thing where Tony Khan has so many different things. There's 13 matches on this card. And he's sitting there like, yeah, I just want to fuck around with one of these matches. You know, throw some shots back. And it's like, I don't know. Why don't I have one face and two heels on one team, one face and two heels on the other team? And then we'll just do that. Yeah, exactly. And it's a TNT title. Who cares? Yeah, it's the unpredictable title that we're kind of booking on the fly. So in yeah. the end, uh, 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 Kazarian seems like he's about to walk out. Um, I mean, uh, sorry, be back to track a little bit. So Paige Van Sant eventually gets the hot tag, and she goes on a pretty extensive run uh, against Ty. Ty, though, eventually turns the tables, uh, hits a bunch of pump kicks, uh, backbreaker. Sammy comes in, and they just start, like, making out. 
So yeah. America oh, top yeah. team Hot. surrounds them. And the Sammy is telling Kazarian, hey, get on the apron. So Kazarian gets in the ring, essentially tells him to F off. Seems like he walks out, but he doesn't because he gets back on the apron, takes out Scorpio Sky, hits him with a slingshot cutter, and gets two. So Ty gets in Kazarian's face and gives a bunch of crap. And Sammy is trying to super kick Kazarian. Kazarian gets out of the way. Sammy super kicks Ty instead. And so uh, Kazarian throws Sammy out of the ring. He gets kicked in the head by Ethan Page, and then Scorpio Sky follows with a TKO to get the win. So uh, Sammy Guevara can't challenge that TNT title. Yeah, good news. That is great good news. news. Great news. Yeah, that, that, that's great news. You're right. Uh, the title looks great on Sky. Oh, that new title give is awesome. Bit, give him a bit of a reign. The Lakers title is it looks beautiful. Great. It looks great. It's beautiful. Uh, after that, we had a really hard-hitting match. Kyler Riley <sighs> defeating Darby Allen. This was so much fun. Uh, aside from the arena warfare match or arena, whatever it's called. Anarchy, Anarchy in, the in the arena. Yeah. Aside from that match, this match was super fun, man. It was there. They did this great spot. They had to redo it, but Darby Allen uh, did his awesome suicide dive. Now they were up against sort of the rails. They were like on the, the far side of the ring. And so Darby does a suicide dive, but he goes low in order to get caught by Kyle O'Reilly. Well, he sort of, misses it because the margin of error is really thin there. Yes. And so they replicate the spot and they do it successfully on the other side where there's a little bit more room. But uh, but that sort of typified this match. Like, it was a little bit on the sloppy side, but it was physical. These guys were just, they were very creative in the ring, just trying new shit. Didn't all work, but it was wildly fun to watch two mm-hmm. guys just go at it like that. Um, I really like this match. And then, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, used Darby's chain to choke him out and then hit his top rope knee, which is always great yeah. uh, for the win. But this was this was a lot of fun, man. It was. It was really physical. Like, within the first three or four minutes, Darby's bleeding from the mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's, that first suicide dive spot that was missed was a little scary, but then, you know, they, they came back to the other side. Kyle got the choke on. Um, yeah, really physical. Good stuff. Next, uh, we had Serena Deeb challenging Thunder Rosa for the AEW women's title. This was fantastic. There was some really mm-hmm. great technical wrestling to start this bout. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, like most matches like this do, it starts technical, gets a little chippy, starts getting more physical. Uh, at one point, Rosa drop kicks deep off the apron, looking for a baseball slide. Uh, instead, Rosa gets uh, yanked into the ring post. Um, it, 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 Deeb's working over Thunder Rosa's knee, hits a chop block. Uh, at one point, hits a deep tox. Thunder Rosa gets her foot on the rope. And then D blocks on the Serenity Lock, and Thunder Rosa's, you know, trying to get to the ropes. D pulls her back to the center of the ring, hits a power bomb, locks on a clover leaf. Rosa gets to the bottom rope. So D goes up top. Thunder Rosa hits her with an uppercut. They're brawling the top rope a little bit. Thunder Rosa hits the superplex, follows with a fire thunder driver to get the win. Really fun mm-hmm. match. Really good stuff. Yeah. It, it was it was really good stuff, yeah. Uh after that, this is one of those you just gotta see it to believe it. Bonkers. Anarchy in the arena match. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society versus uh, the Blackpool Combat Club plus XLAX, Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz. Um, one great thing about this match, Mox's theme played on a loop uh, for the first like ten minutes, solid like. seven to ten minutes of this match. They actually kayfabe why it stopped because Jericho went over to like the soundboard and like crushed like the, well, you know, in kayfabe. He like broke like the uh, whatever, whatever it was. Music, yeah. Yeah, 
The iPod or whatever they had playing the music, yeah. The only reason why the music stopped, which was amazing. The the cameras, I mean, each of these dudes would pair off and go off in different corners of the arena. And so every five seconds, you'd get another camera on another crazy thing happening. The fact that they were able to stitch this match together as well as they did is a testament to... So this was not an easy task for TV no, direction, no, man. No, 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 because we had we had like a one part of the arena. You had Santana Ortiz hitting like a power bomb blockbuster combo, uh, uh, putting Hager I think through tables ringside. You got uh, Eddie getting destroyed by Daniel Garcia. You had Matt Menard bleeding all over the place, walking up and down the stairs through the crowd. There was stuff going on everywhere. You had Mox and Jericho brawling for the first half of the match all through the crowd. Uh, down the stretch, so the, kind of like the final four in the ring down the stretch were Mox, Jericho, Hager, and Danielson. Basically, everybody in this match, well, two-thirds of the participants got busted open in this match. Yeah. So Mox, Jericho, Hager, and Danielson, they're all in the ring. They're all trading hands. Eventually, Danielson and Mox get the advantage. They drop us at 12-6. to six. Hel- Elbows, Danielson locks on a yes lock on Jericho. Mox puts Hager in the bulldog choke. And then Eddie Kingston. This was great. So Eddie Kingston had just gone through. Matt Menard had gone, had, it was a bloody mess. Him and Garcia both take it to Kingston somewhere else in the arena. So Kingston shows up. He's been through a war already. Kingston's got busted open too. He's bleeding all over the place. He's bleeding all over the place. He's dead. His soul is dead. It's gone from his body. The man literally looked like a zombie stalking to the ring. And he had a can of gasoline with him so danielson has jericho in the lock kingston shows up just starts dumping gasoline on both of them <laughs> so danielson gets up what the fuck are you doing he attacks kingston well and he gets a lighter out he's about to light he's about, yeah, to, he's he's about to light him yeah danielson comes over and like smacks it out of his hand and they start fighting and mox yeah. is like oh gosh and tries to get between him and separate him then jericho comes blast him with the chair uh, there had been a, a barbed wire board pulled out from under the ring by Mox, put on a table. Hager pushes Mox through that. Oh, by the way, Mox undid all the uh, the top turnbuckles. You, that, that was used as a weapon several times. So there's no top mm-hmm. rope. Yeah, yeah, right. So then Jericho hits Eddie with the Judas effect. And then Hager and Jericho focus their attack on Danielson. He eventually fights out of that, uh, hits a knee plus on Hager. And then Jericho tries to hit Danielson with the chair. Instead, he eats knee plus with chair. Uh, Danielson covers. Jericho kicks out. So Danielson hits... Yes, kicks on Jericho, and he looks towards camera and says, and now I'm going to kick his fucking head in. Yeah, he and, yells it. Yeah. yeah, and then Hager comes from behind and blasts him with Floyd in his leg. Jericho puts on the walls of Jericho, and then Hager takes the ring rope, ties it around or wraps it around uh, Danielson's neck, starts choking him with it, and Aubrey Edwards, the ref, this, uh, Danielson was out, calls the match. JAS mm. wins. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, we had, uh, an Andrade promo. He says, I'm tired of the AFO. I hate the name. I hate the group. It's a bunch of losers. And he says, we're bringing in one of the best wrestlers on the planet. There's a knock at the door. Roosh, former ring of honor, world champion. I'm sure multiple time champion in, uh, CMLL. Mm -hmm. Uh, he comes through. Former LIJ member, or well, he and, he and Andrade guess, uh, founded Los and Gubernables. They did, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrade looks for a handshake instead. He puts the fist out. Yep, yep. So that's cool. That's good. I'm glad yeah. the AFO is done with. Man, there's too many people. There's too many talented people in AFO that should be like 
not, not losing all their matches. In a losing faction. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we had America Top Team interview. Uh, they say they're, they're feeling pretty good about being done with Sammy, moving on to better things. Uh, and then uh, Sky says now that Sammy and Kazarian can never challenge the TNT title again. I wonder who's next to step up to face him. Dante Martin steps in. And Sky says, you know, you got a hell of a future. You're not ready, but I'll give you a shot this Wednesday on Dynamite. Sky's like, no, really, like who actually is going to step up next? That'll be a really good match. It'll be a fantastic match. Yeah, it's not going to be a title change. Mm -mm. Uh, After that, we had... Team to tag title action. Team Taz versus Lee and uh, and, and Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, and a Jurassic Express. Um, look, a lot of fun this match. The fact that the crowd, I mean, it's, it's such a testament. Number one, it is a testament to the pacing. The crowd never, like, there was a period, and I think it's because, like, the style of match was just the, the technical stuff mm. is never going to get the crowd, like, going crazy. But the, uh, the D Rosa match, there was a little bit of low, but towards the finish, they were still in it. The yeah. crowd was still in it. And and all these matches kept the crowd in it for, you know, at this point, five hours. Or yeah. at this point in the card, four hours. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so, yeah, and this was a really fun match. A great spotlight for all these teams. My heart was broken a bit because Team Taz uh, couldn't get the win. But I figured that'd be the case. Jurassic mm-hmm. Express, when they lose those titles... Uh, it's going to be straight up. It's going to be against yeah, yeah, one yeah. other team, not yeah. in a wonky way like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian got involved a couple times to 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 save Jungle Boy and, and Luchasaurus from uh, from losing. Uh, at one point, Luchasaurus accidentally kicked Jungle Boy, so they're they're sowing the seeds of Jurassic this is Express. The longest so. <laughs> I mean, Julia Hart. Tapestry. Julia Hart got misted. Six months ago, it feels like, and now they finally she just finally joined with House of Black. So, yeah, long term storytelling. Anyway, way too long. So down the towards the end, uh, Starks hits Keith Lee with the FTW title. Swerve then posts Hobbs. Uh, Jungle Boy super kicks Swerve. Uh, Starks is looking to hit Jungle Boy at this point with the FTW title until Christian pulls him out of the ring. Swerve goes for his top rope stomp on Jungle Boy. He evades and Jurassic Express hit their finish to get the win. Yep. And then we had our main event, Nell Larson preceding this main event. Unless there was some sort of time limit draw. Unless there was a power outage and they said, we're going to pick this up on Dynamite. Um, and there's no winner for this match. I was out of it and it was you and the Enforcer. The enfor- the enforcer if the Enforcer had- got the, his pick right, he wins. Yeah. He wins. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just and go this- the opposite. What have you picked? Yeah. This poor son of a bitch. Now I've been in this. I have been in this position before. Mm-hmm. And it's a tough one to be in. It is. Because especially with a match like this. Where it's 50-50. Especially like a match like this where it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. And I implored him to go with Punk. But what do I know? I ain't been champion since January. So what do I know? He went with Hangman. And so you have retained Big Red. It remains with Larson. You know, and I, 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 I said this before we started. I backed into this victory. Uh, Enforcer had himself a hell of a month. He got more correct picks this month than either of us did. Yeah, Enforcer true. deserved to win it, and I, I, I'm bummed out he didn't get a, to, to celebrate uh, a, a victory and, 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 and win Big Red. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to hold on to it for one more month, but... Again, now, we're heading to June. It's anybody's ballgame. 
when he said, when he said, I'm going with Hangman, inside, what was your gut reaction? Because I want to know who the hell you would have picked if you were in the advantage spot. Who do you think was going to win this match in the end? Because I felt it was going to be Punk. I didn't feel great about it, but I had an answer. When when he said Hangman, I, there was a sense of relief. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's what I want to know. But I don't en- I, I don't know. envy his position. That's 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 a it's tough a spot. horrible it's position a tough spot to be, to be in. So, like. Honestly, when this match was happening, I just wanted a good match, and whoever won, won. You know, that was my attitude. If I won, I knew I was going to back into it, and I really didn't deserve it. Enforcer really deserved to win it, and I, I wish he had. And, you know, like I told him, Jordan lost in the conference finals twice before winning six rings. You know, sometimes you face that heartbreak. and So it, condescending. It, it's, it's not so condescending. condescending. It's so and, condescending. And you come back stronger. Oh my goodness! All right, there's no snark, um, no condescending here. I want Enforcer I to win. Dripping. Any, I know anybody? You I just don't want you to win. Anybody with Steve. Dripping. No. Dripping. No, there's not. This is honest and heartfelt, Steve. All right. Uh, so that brings us to our main event. This was a physical match. It was. This was an absolutely physical match. The chops, the kicks. CM Punk working Hangman's knees. CM Punk trying to hit the, that 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 buckshot lariat. That's a tough move to do. It is, and his freaking knees just sort of gives out, I think, on the second attempt. Um, and then he has to spring back up. But, my God, that's a rough move to do. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a brutal move. So, yeah, this was – it was just uh, – again, it was – Paige, I think, trying to be something that he simply isn't. He was searching for himself this entire time, and he'd, he'd preen to the crowd using the, the, you know, the go-to-sleep – uh, hand motion not him and all these like looks of like oh i'm devious i'm gonna do i can stoop to his level i can be that punk it's not him but he was doing that this entire match and it made for a fascinating story and in the end you know he he sent punk over a table on the outside yeah and he grabs the title and says you're never gonna get this this is never gonna be yours yeah and the ref grabs the title from him brings it inside and sort of puts it in the corner. So, of course, Hangman goes for Buckshot. His legs give out. Punk gets him up for a GTS. Ref bump. And so they both come to Punk later than Hangman. Hangman gets up and he looks at the title in the corner. And he sees it. He picks it up. He looks at it, looks at it, looks at it. It would take forever. He looks at, at Punk and Punk starts doing this. Like, no, don't. He starts kind of begging, you know, yeah, no. He's asking for mercy, yeah. Don't blast me with the title. Don't win this way. Um, and so he throws the title down. Ref comes to and he gets hit with a GTS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but no, it was it was an absolutely brutal match. It was a really really fantastic one, and uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens now with Hangman Page. Yeah. Yeah. And and Punk for that matter too. It's gonna be interesting to see you know where the road takes them and if that road uh, converges again. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, anyways, that's going to do it for our double or nothing review. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll, we'll hang out for like a little bit to answer yeah. some questions, yeah. but uh, we're both kind of tired right oh, now. Oh yes. So, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll appreciate it. We'll be back on Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific, mm-hmm. uh, 2 p.m. Eastern at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. 
you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.